Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan. Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial and your safe money solutions. It's time for Second Half Now. The doctors are in. Here are your hosts, Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise. And here we are again. We are laying down another uh, version of Second Half Now, and this is the um, installment that we have set aside for you. These are uh, boomers and beyonders. If you're 50-plus, you are uh, our target audience. Very happy to have you on board. I am Pastor Dan Critchett. Did I say pastor? Well, I am. I wear you that did. hat, too. <laughs> but it's all right. Dr. Dan Critchett, along with uh, our co-host, Dr. Denise Hogan. And um, this, is, this show is where we discuss the things that matter to us in the 50-plus generation. Uh, every show that we have done, uh, we believe, matters a lot because our, our theme is thriving baby boomers, finding and fulfilling their calling. That's what we want to see happen. So... Uh, welcoming our co-host, Dr. Denise Hogan, and good to see you again, Denise. We're ready for another show. I am very ready for another show. You know, you tease me a lot of times because I'll say I'm excited about the guests that we have, and, uh, you know, today the trouble is I am very excited. I'm so excited about this guest that my heart rate is actually <laughs> pretty high. The neurobiology is functioning, right? <laughs> It yes. totally uh-huh. is, and so it's going to be a great show. And I bet you have a good word for us to start with. Well, if you want to get me rolling on that, I'll just I'll just jump right into that. No sermons, that. though. Just <laughs> yeah, just exactly. a word. Today's word is coming from Deuteronomy, chapter eleven, verse nineteen, and the reason why I'm focusing in on this on this verse today, Dan, is because our guest is somebody who exemplifies this mm, scripture indeed. verse and and what he is doing absolutely um, can be instrumental in helping others turn away from some of the practices that we engage in without even thinking, without even challenging them. So here's that verse. Therefore, you shall lay up these words of mine in your heart and in your soul and bind them as a sign in your hand, and they'll, they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall teach them to your children, speaking of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. These are the ways that our guest today lives out his life and his calling. And so I can't wait till we hear more about that. Yes, and we're going to introduce our guest in just a moment. And I'm just going to say that he's been doing what you're talking about, Denise, for a long, long time. And uh, we'll explain more about that. So our uh, the title for today's show, and I always give a title once we get the, uh, the, the guest um, established and we go through our conference call when we determine what it is we're going to talk about. And so for the, uh, the title for today's show is this, Uncommon Youth Ministry with Uncommon Results. And I think uh, because of that topic and because of our guest and what we're going to be talking about, that's going to fit into one of our core topics, and it's going to be our first one, which is home and family. So as a reminder to our listeners, we have five core topics that we sort of rotate and circulate around, and those are home and family. Number two is health and wellness. Number three is budget and finances. Number four is heart and soul. And number five is work and purpose. So this one squarely fits into home and family, although I will say that before we went on air, we were having a little discussion that it might fit under heart and soul because it very much is uh, about the, the spiritual dimensions of our lives. So again, the topic title for today is Uncommon Youth Ministry with Uncommon Results. I'm very pleased to welcome to the studio and to introduce our guest, Larry Swayze. I'm going to say that there's a lot of hats that Larry, uh, in fact, when I look at him, I think, oh, gosh, Larry, you're doing so much. But we're going to talk about Fired Up Youth and Skyview Horse Ranch. And if we get something about the Bible Bus Ministry, we might get into that, too. But Larry Swayze, God bless you. Thank you for coming in today, and welcome to Second Half Now. Oh, it's really good to be here. I looked forward to this. You know, we uh, hadn't seen each other for a while. We were in the same church. I was the uh, founding pastor of a church in Canby, and Larry and his extended family, that was about half the church, I think, at the I time. So. <laughs> but that was like 25 years ago. Yeah. And uh, at the time, Larry, you were working with Youth for Christ, and I was just uh, inspired um, and benefited and, and uh, what's the word, um, 
edified by the testimony of what you were doing for young people at that time. And um, you, uh, it seems to me, are manifesting what the vision is of our show, and that is uh, boomers, baby boomers, and you are one of those, finding and fulfilling their calling. And it impresses me, Larry, that that's exactly what you've been doing for a long, long time. Well, so, I am over fifty. <laughs> you are, yes. In fact, I heard you're gonna you're gonna turn gonna a, the next. Gonna decade. turn sixty this year. That's so. right. Yeah. Well, good. So uh, I'll have to make a note off air, write down your birthday, so I can send you a text or something. Yeah. So, Larry, God bless you. It's so good to have you with us today, and uh, we're gonna get right into it because when we had our discussion before. We talked about kind of the theme verse of the foundational passage that you use, and it just says so much. So let's start with that. Why don't you uh, bless us with that reading, and then uh, let's get into how that applies in today's families. Well, these are easy to find. They're the last two verses in the Old Testament, and they come in Malachi chapter 4, verse 5 and 6. Behold, I am going to send you... Elijah the prophet, before the coming of the great and terrible day of the Lord, he will restore the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to their fathers, so that I will not come and smite the land with a curse. And so as I looked at at youth ministry, and I've been involved in youth ministry all my life, I thought, are we turning the hearts of the children toward their fathers? And are we turning the hearts of the fathers toward their children? And what I saw a lot of, um, and I've been part of it for many years, is turning the hearts of the children toward a youth pastor or a youth worker or uh, someone else. And uh, I've come to see the value um, that God has known all along, that we need to turn the hearts of the children to the fathers, mm-hmm. and we need to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children. Yeah. Amen. Now, that's not easy to do in our culture today. And, no. and let's talk a little bit about because our listeners are either parents or grandparents, most yes. likely, or aunts and uncles. And uh, we all have a family dynamic. You know, yeah. we've all run into the buzzsaw of the culture and everything else. So as you look at that verse, Larry, what do you see in terms of uh, our churches and our youth groups and families and culture in general? Can you give us an idea that connect with our listeners because they're because they're observing that and they're struggling with that too? I think we've given up a lot in a society that looks for the professional to do the job the most efficient and standardized way. So we send our kids to a school system that's very standardized. Uh, in many ways, we've done the same thing with a church. Right. I think God designed that children would learn their spiritual life from their parents and mm-hmm. from the adults in their life, particularly um, their father, because God is our father. And so we have uh, given over that responsibility to other people. And it comes with a lot of the busyness of our society. It comes with a lot of the way that we're we're working now and and providing for our families and different things. But um, I have really come to a place where I think the father needs to be concerned about and overseeing and primarily in charge of his children's spiritual life. And I would go beyond that. I would say their education mm-hmm. and and really everything concerning their life. God has put us in families for a reason. And I want to say to follow up on that, that uh, fathers today and even grandfathers probably are at a loss for how to do that because that wasn't how we were brought up. So we don't necessarily have a model. We're going to spend time today, Larry, on part one and on the podcast part two, talking about some of the things that you are doing and how you are equipping parents and working with uh, with youth. I mean, starting at age 12 at uh, one of the organizations that you talked about. I'm going to set this context. I mean, I've been a a pastor in a Lutheran church. In fact, I was raised Lutheran. In fact, uh, we were in a Lutheran church together out in Canby Mm -hmm. back in the day, 25-some years ago. And I know uh, other of your extended family have Lutheran roots as well. The reason I mention that is because Martin Luther uh, wrote a catechism because he was very uh, concerned about the lack of... um, of spiritual life and spiritual vitality and instruction and Bible literacy and everything else. And so he wrote a catechism, and in the introduction to the catechism, he says that he wrote this for the fathers to instruct the children. Right. 
Yeah. And so fast forward up to now, well, where is the catechism and, and who's teaching it? Well, the catechism is still in the church, but it's the pastor, it's the youth pastor or an elder or somebody else. It's not the father in the, in, in the, uh, in the home. So that's kind of my reference. Let's, uh, let's talk some more. Should we get right into the, uh, the fired up part? Yeah, fired up, fired up Youth is a ministry that started, uh, I think, 17 years ago with uh, three or four families whose uh, desire was to uh, make spending time with their young people very um, significant and valuable. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fathers who said, I am going to take on the responsibility of um, overseeing the spiritual development of my children. Our kids had gone to youth group and came back and uh, and let me say right in the beginning, I I I don't bash youth groups. Uh, I love youth pastors; they're doing a tremendous work. But I did I did experience with my kids coming and saying, so much of what we see in youth group is just fluff and loud music and uh, foosball and pizza, and there's not a lot of content. Mm-hmm. And we really would like to get content. We want to learn about God. And so we took a handful of kids, and we began to seriously get into the Scriptures um, with these kids. The fascinating thing to us was there were many families out there who had the same desire. And so this handful of people getting together in a pretty informal way um, over just a few years turned into... Uh, a small army of young people. We now run about 100 kids a week from up to 35 different churches Hmm. who come to a very uh, serious, very intentional Bible discipleship program. And it sounds like you're doing what Denise was reading about from Deuteronomy. Exactly. Yeah. And what it is, is is what you can see in that is this large gathering percolated up Mm. from individual family units who are working together to live out their lives in a holistic way. Yeah. So on any given uh, evening when we meet, we have 100 young people, but we have 50 parents. Mm. And uh, we encourage every father to be a part of that meeting um, one of our our phrases is every youth pastor should be a dad, and every dad is a youth pastor. Mm-hmm. And so our goal is to not bring a bunch of young people together, uh, but to bring families together right. with the purpose of training young people. Right. So uh, it centers on training the youth, but it's a family job, not mm-hmm. the job of a youth pastor. Right. And you you don't just uh, meet with the fathers and say this is how you do it at home. You you're actually modeling it and giving them a resource or a tool or a venue where they can participate in that and they yes. can follow through in the home as well. Yeah. Right. And these are Wednesdays. I want to just as we go along here give out the information for people to to find you and to connect with you and to take advantage or to participate. Yeah. So this is at uh, Grace. Uh, we meet at Grace Church. Grace Church in Malala. In Malala. Right. And I'll get the address uh, as we go along. That's okay. Everybody will find we it. Rent, we rent the facility. They're yeah. very gracious. Uh, we meet at 7 p.m. every Wednesday night through the school year. Uh, the target age is 12 to 18. So when a family comes, uh, they bring everyone from the newborn baby to... Uh, whatever age. We have a lot of grandparents who come. Uh, Our teaching is geared toward 12 to 18, and we are training them to, uh, well, we'll get into that, some of the things we teach. But we we encourage the parents to be there, participate in the discussions, and then our goal is that when they leave at the end of the evening, that that family has something to discuss and work on, and mm. and the fathers have something to pursue with the kids. It it gives them a a tool to work with. 
So with the idea of training and equipping, the whole the whole family comes or is invited to come. Yes. And I'd like uh, to hear about how that evening goes. It starts at 7. Do you have? We start out with a worship time. Uh-huh. We're training worship leaders. So uh, we have about four worship teams that alternate. Uh, we do about 30 minutes of worship. Then we enter into a teaching time, um, approximately 40 minutes, where we are, are teaching a, an applicable biblical principle and uh, how they can incorporate that into their life. Then we break into small groups, and uh, each small group has a leader and an assistant leader, mm-hmm. and while they're in the small groups with the young people, the parents are in a small group. We have a lot of parents who come to us and say, I look at your older kids and I like what I see. Tell me what I have to do mm-hmm. to get my kids to that place. Yeah. What I find just wonderful about what you're describing here, Larry, is that natural way in which the spiritual development that is on your heart is is actually um, developed in the young people. And mm-hmm. coming from a, a small Christian college environment where the young people are coming in and, and the kinds of things that we're hearing in their language is they are deeply seeking authentic, yeah. authentic church yeah. communities. They're looking for authentic mm-hmm. relationships and it's a it's a word that's that means something to them in 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 the millennial culture but i think that if we were to match that up with what you're doing it's a pretty good match it is authentic what you're doing it's real life it's not this compartmentalized life that we've grown used to right right and back to the the title for this show is Uncommon Youth Ministry with Uncommon Results. So when we get back from the break, I'd like you to tell about some of the results that, that are in the families and in the lives of those that you've been working with. Can you do that? Love to. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Do you have an elderly parent that is becoming isolated, not eating well, feeling depressed or fearful of losing independence? Do you know your options? Need peace of mind or know what is best for yourself or others during their golden years of life? At no cost to you or your family, Golden Placement Services can give you hope in the midst of great change. Even if it means staying at home is the right option. Call the Golden Girls at 503-723-7145 today. That's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today. Helping to plan a funeral for someone you love is a painful process. It's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do. But imagine how much grief would be spared if people plan for themselves. Though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about, the experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help with a free personal planning guide that takes you step-by-step through the process. And, of course, Dignity Memorial will even help you complete your plan with the expert assistance of trained and caring advisors. There are a lot of very good reasons to plan ahead. Make sure your final wishes are respected, sparing your loved ones the added grief of planning for you and having to pay for it. If you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing, avoiding increases due to inflation, and take advantage of budget-friendly payments. There is a free informational seminar that includes a complimentary meal at a restaurant in your area very soon. Find out more and ask any questions you may have by calling Katie at 503-807-5715. It costs nothing to learn how you can protect your loved ones by planning ahead. Give Katie at Dignity Memorial a call today at 503-807-5715. Property values are on the rise, higher than they've been in years. It's time to take the equity in your home and do something different. 24-7 Properties will provide you with custom personal care to get the maximum value out of your home. Jeff Edmondson of 24-7 Properties is a licensed general contractor as well as a real estate agent, giving you the expertise on how to effectively get your home ready to sell at the highest price. Visit Jeff online at 247prop.com. I'm Jeff Edmondson, founder of 24-7 Properties. Call me today and let's have a conversation about selling your house. No obligation, no cost. Let's find out what's right for you. Call me, 503-780-3030, 780-3030. 
And we're back. We are talking in studio with Larry Swayze, and we are talking about Fired Up Youth. And we've got some other things we want to uh, hear from Larry about as well. Before we uh, do get into that, we want to give a big thank you to our partners. And in addition to the ones that we just heard, we want to also mention Your Safe Money Solutions with uh, Toby Skinner and uh, Dan the Mortgage Man with First Priority Financial. And Denise is going to help with some of these too. Sure will. There's Dave Rutan with Waddell and Reed Financial Advisors, Dream Trips, Portland City Acupuncture, The Next Phase Coaching, and Beaverton Family Chiropractic. And we've got more that we'll uh, save those for the podcast. Uh, but we are just so blessed to have people that come alongside with us who uh, participate in uh, the mission of this show, and they make uh, make it possible for us to do that. So, so that we can have guests like Larry in studio and talk about some really fundamental, important, foundational life things. So, Larry, um, it's all about results uh, because, you know, any program can look good on paper. It can. But you've been doing youth ministry for 17 years, and you've been doing Fired Up Youth for, no, that's the 17. 17 yeah, that 17 one. with Fired Up. Yeah. So, I'd have um, to count youth ministry total. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's hear about uh, what do you see happening when, when you offer this to people, young people and families and grandparents, everybody that comes. What are the kinds of things that you see happening with this I'd say rather novel approach. I mean, it's foundational, but it's kind of odd in our culture. We began in, with the the premise that uh, our young people were capable of a lot more than what we were either expecting from mm-hmm. them and certainly what we were seeing from them. Yeah. And so we began to raise the bar. We began to say uh, we believe these young people are capable of some very – uh, in-depth uh, studying of the scriptures and applying it in their lives. Mm. It never does any good to study it if you're not finding a way for application. And so we began to challenge them to read a chapter a day, to memorize scripture, uh, to take on some of the difficult topics and really go through and really search those out and do that, you know, in the context of of a family and a father being involved in that. What we found was that they loved it rather than saying this is too hard or this is difficult mm-hmm. or when's when you know, when can we play foosball? What they wanted to do was get in deeper yeah. and learn more. And then we discovered that having a peer group that were all going in that direction uh, that they got so excited about the fact that they weren't doing this alone, that they, That's they had a peer That's group. That's huge. Yeah, yeah. So we have kids now. People will say, you are, you are completely alien to the youth culture. And they'll say, yes, but there's a hundred of us. That's right. And, uh, <laughs> right. and we are alien. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, you do things differently. And I would say, too, that you get different results. And again, thank you for saying that you don't bash you know, churches or youth pastors no. or whatever, what you want to do, I think, Larry, is you come alongside and you say, here's another way. Yeah. And uh, if you like the looks of what's happening, what's coming out of this ministry, then come alongside and learn how to do it. Right. Yeah. If you're a parent or a grandparent or if you're an aunt or an uncle or if you're a pastor or a youth pastor, come alongside and see. And I'm, uh, I want to come, Larry, to one of your – and I want to see the extraordinary – uh, people that are being raised up and being nurtured uh, uh, with this with this ministry. Can I? Yeah, count? we love to have visitors. Yeah, because well, God, has, God has built this over the years. He's grown it. It's not any one of us that said, "Hey, I have a great idea." And so we'd love to say, the Lord has shown us, let us come see what He's doing. Yeah. And I was uh, cutting in there to say, I've seen them. <laughs> well, that's right. Yeah. Yes, I have. Yeah. Um, Tell us just real briefly because we're going to have sure, to wind this down. I sure will. We in our church had a uh, series, and uh, many of the young people from um, Larry's group from Fired Up came, and the difference between their seeking of knowledge, their interaction was it was measurable. It was yeah. observable in the room. The maturity. The maturity of these young people. I think what you're saying, Larry, is that there is a normal in our in the youth culture, and uh, we're going to say no thanks to the normal. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, right. So, and uh, I'm going to have to say that we're going to have to wind this one down. But there is so much more, and we want to hear about the Skyview Horse Ranch. I'm so excited about that, Larry. 
And if we get time, we'll talk about the Bible bus ministry and other things. There's so much more. And uh, folks, when you're listening, you got to go over to your device, your laptop, your smartphone, your desktop, your what's the uh, tablet, whatever it is. iPad. iPad. Go on to our website, secondhalfnow.com, and grab that uh, podcast. The whole thing, uh, this part one and part two, will be on there. But right now, we want to look ahead. Uh, we have coming in at a future show, we have Pastor George Ledoux with uh, The Identity Project. And the uh, premise there is identity reveals purpose. Who are you and what is God creating you to be? That fits right into our sure does. into our theme. And then Dan the Mortgage Man, we mentioned him uh, with First Priority Financial. He's going to be coming in. And Jeff Edmondson with 24-7 Properties, Residential Real Estate and Property Management. All kinds of questions and issues going on. And I'm really pleased to announce, I think we announced it last time, that uh, our good friend Brain Coach Brad is coming back in with his new book, The Unworried Brain, and a lot of, uh, what do you call it, neuroscience? You betcha. Yeah, that kind of stuff. (laughs) You're right in the groove there, Dr. Well, my brain could benefit, too. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Not not only that, but you know what he's talking about when he mentions those things. I just nod and say, okay, that's good. But Brad is one that kind of takes it down to the grassroots level where we can grab that. So, folks, we just want to encourage you to uh, be a regular listener to secondhalfnow.com because it is our... Did I say dot com? Second half now. <laughs> well, radio. that's where they want to go. Uh, that's where they have to go to get it. Uh, that's uh, because our our theme really is um, thriving boomers finding and fulfilling their calling. What is your calling? What has God uh, set before you? How has he built you to this point in your life? And how can you find that and fulfill it? Man, I tell you what, life is great when you get to that point. We want to encourage you to tune in every Monday, 5.30 to 6 p.m., KKPZ 1330 on the AM dial. And then, of course, uh, go to the uh, the podcast, uh, uh, secondhalfnow.com, around the clock and around the world. If you have questions or suggestions or have topics or guests that you'd like to suggest, we'd sure like to hear those. Today we're talking to Larry Swayze, Uncommon Youth Ministry with Uncommon Results. We want to thank you for listening today. Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Yep, that's us, the 50-plus crowd. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our co-host, Dr. Denise Hogan, and let's continue our conversation with Larry Swayze on part two on our on our website, secondhalfnow.com. See you there. Thanks for listening to Second Half Now with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan on KKPZ 1330 The Truth. Sponsored by Dignity Memorial and your safe money solutions. To hear the rest of this program, find out more about the topics discussed today, or ask questions, visit secondhalfnow.com. That's secondhalfnow.com. Tune in next Monday at 5.30 p.m. for more tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. Until then, visit secondhalfnow.com. Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan. Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial and your safe money solutions. It's time for Second Half Now. The doctors are in. Here are your hosts, Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise. And welcome back. We are continuing a show that we started in part one, and we are in studio with our special guest, Larry Swayze, and we're talking about two of his Uh, ministry areas. One is Fired Up Youth, and we're also going to include on part two here a discussion about Skyview Horse Ranch. And the title of this show is this, Uncommon Youth Ministry with Uncommon Results. I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our co-host, Dr. Denise Hogan, and we're going to get right back into it, Larry. And again, I just want to say thank you uh, for taking the time to be here in studio with us. God bless you, and uh, welcome to Second Half Now. Yeah, I sure appreciate the opportunity to be here. And I think we've uh, all three of us have come to the conclusion that we could um, uh, have you here over and over again and continue to learn. Thank you for being available for that. So Uncommon Youth Ministry with Uncommon Results. And during the break in between Part 1 and Part 2, Larry and I, you you turned your note sheet over and you wrote down five things. And I'd like for us to get, get back into that because 
our world sort of has a different uh, expectation, a different way to approach life when our kids are in school. And uh, I'll go ahead and say what they are that you listed, and then you can tell us how you might suggest that we kind of rearrange those a little bit. So, and I'll say, you know, when my kids were in school, these were kind of the, you know, the things that I had in mind. But number one is education. You got to go to school, do your homework, you know, uh, you know, you know, be a good student, all of that. Number two is sports. Number three is job. We're training so we can get a job. And number four, as we get further down the list of priorities, is family. And then coming in last at number five is the spiritual life or the church connection of our of our kids. And Larry, you're going to offer a different approach. This is one of the things that I saw not in in the worldly family or the unchurched family, but this is something that I see in the churched family, yeah. where education, sports, and a job, family all come before the spiritual life or the church life, if you want to do it that way. And so one of the approaches that we've taken is, what if we said that the spiritual life, the church life, the the spiritual life of the family comes before education, comes before sports or a job what if we said that the spiritual life of the family comes before family issues and that's a huge shift in the way we think and it's a little bit scary if you're not used to that yeah well it is it's a little drastic it's so, very drastic. Yeah, help us uh, get into that a little bit. So what? And you don't mean that you're going to spend all day with your kids at home in Bible study. No. You're talking about a relevant uh, prioritizing of what's mm-hmm. most important for your child, for your children in your home. And it's not, when you say church, I know you're talking about the faith community, the yes, family of the faith. the whole picture. Yeah, right. So uh, help us uh, um, kind of warm up to that a little bit, uh, reworking these, uh, these priorities. It's a changing of, of the way that you think. And mm-hmm. in our Western culture, you know, of course, education is important because a job is important because our happiness is based on our income level. And a whole different way of looking at that is is my happiness based on my relationship with God and my ability to serve him in whatever capacity he asks. And then everything else comes under that. And there's a real common scripture verse that we all know, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things will be added to him. And we go, well, that's a nice verse, but I got to pay attention to the education, sports, job, you know, right. and and we say it's a nice verse, but do we really believe it? Do we really practice yeah. it? So my challenge is, what if we really believe that? You know, the Lord often says, "Put me to the test, mm-hmm. see if mm-hmm. I will stand true to what I've said." And so we are raising a group of young people where we are teaching them that. Your spiritual life and your your ability to hear God's voice and obey him is more important than your education. And I have to go talk to some parents once in a while about that because there's some rub there. Uh, we have young people who say, I would love to be playing basketball this year, but it comes between me and the ministry that God's given me. I'm quitting basketball because my ministry comes before sports or the young person that says, I got a job offer, but it would take me out of ministry or it would take me out of church. And and what a bold thing in our society to say, I will not take a job that will pull me out of church. That That is unusual in our world. It sure is. And it doesn't mean that we set all those other things aside. It's no. just that we restructure that list of priorities. Yeah, and the truth is the others, when they come into alignment underneath our spiritual well-being, then they're properly aligned, they're properly understood, they're more fun, and they're more successful. You know, what I'm hearing in this, too, is a whole lot about identity. You know, you mentioned Mm -hmm. George Ledoux coming up with his identity project, but you have an identity project going on with your youth group. It's all about that. And, And it seems to me that what you're saying is we are to find our identity 
in our spiritual relationship with mm-hmm. the Lord. Foremost. Absolutely. Yeah. And so what, where we go to school, how we do in school, as a man, what job you hold in society is secondary to that. And in this Western society that we live in, yes, that's a challenge. Yeah. That requires a paradigm shift big time. And you will meet with a lot of opposition. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't know how many people have come to me and said, you have your priorities wrong <laughs> because you're you're so spiritually minded that it's going to cost you money. Mm-hmm. And I think, well, I'd rather give up the money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, my dad used to say, um, you don't want to be so, to key in on what you were saying, so spiritually, so heavenly minded that you're no earthly good. Right. And I'm thinking, well, what about the other way around? What if you're so earthly-minded that you're no heavenly good? Yeah, and what <laughs> like we're that. teaching is that when your mind is focused on the things of God, mm-hmm. then you will be of tremendous significance right. in the earthly things. And I think uh, mm-hmm. what you're doing, Larry, and, and what I hear Denise also echoing in on is helping young people and families pursue the question, not just who am I, but whose am I, and mm. what what has God created in this person of me? Yeah, right. And so when you find your identity and you find who you are in Christ and as a creation of God for a purpose, then life can really take uh, a more uh, uh, specific and and uh, exciting uh, shape. Very exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and and let's talk about how it how it becomes practical because we have a list of the things that you. You work with, uh, you, you know, youth and, and families in terms of we got our little list here, marriage, work, leadership, and so forth. Yeah. So it's not just being religious, okay? It's no. not just being spiritual. It's not just memorizing a bunch of verses, but it is how what you do helps uh, a, a young person in the context of a family and a church and ministry to really identify uh, who they are and to apply that in these various areas of our life. That. I don't know. I'm winding up to a question here. Are you yeah. following with me? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, you know, you prepare. You want to prepare uh, people, young people, for life. So let's start with, I think at the top of our list from our previous discussion was marriage. Yeah. So, and you're a, talking to 12-year-olds. Yeah. A Come young on. person comes into our group, and we say, you are no ordinary person. You mm-hmm. are a child of God. You're called to be an ambassador for Christ. You are called to represent the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, uh, the creator of all that is. You are not ordinary mm. in, wow. the, in that you were created to be much more than what most people settle for. Right. You can so, feel that. Can you feel yeah, that? Oh, yeah. I can. <laughs> you are yeah. a child of the King. Mm. You have significance and Excuse me. The world needs you mm-hmm. to be right. who God has called right. you to be. Right. So we don't settle for mediocrity. And you are special in that you are um, chosen by God to be a leader in your family, in your church, in your uh, in the world that you live in. And so we begin to take various topics, the topic of marriage. We take... Uh, our theme is that you need to be prepared. Don't just let life happen to you, but prepare for life as God would have you do it. So on the topic of marriage, we tell a 12-year-old boy, if you think you're going to be married down the road at any point, you need to be training for that now. Mm-hmm. You need to learn how to be a man of God. Mm-hmm. You need to learn how to relate. You need to learn how to have meaningful conversations you need to learn how to manage your time excuse me need to learn how to manage your time Um, you need to learn a work ethic you need to learn to provide you need to learn leadership skills especially if you're going to have children and so what we tell these young people is that by the time you're 18 to 20 years old we want you to be prepared uh, spiritually, uh, mentally, and maybe even uh, physically, we want you to be prepared to be married. Now, you might not marry till you're 26, but our goal is to train you to be ready for that. And and the response from the young people is, bring it on. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is mature adult 
content mm. that mm-hmm. I can sink my teeth in and yeah. apply myself yeah. to. You know, I think one of the things that I like hearing is that 12 is the age group that you really target. You begin Where we targeting. Begin. Yeah. Right. I, uh, seventh grade. Basically. Seventh grade. Yeah. And I taught Middle seventh school, graders. Yeah. Yeah. I taught seventh graders. They were the first group of students that I, that I taught, even though, of course, like most secondary teachers, it's the high school where you really want to want to be teaching because then you get to have more mature individuals that you're interacting with. But it was seventh graders that I loved teaching. And a big piece of that is that their brain development, their, their uh, um, intellectual and social development, it's perfect time where they start taking attention off of themselves and start looking around and taking the perspective of other people. Yeah. And so you've got them right at that moment when they are ready biologically for this work there it is yeah yeah and i think it's important for the parents and the grandparents to catch a vision of that yeah otherwise we settle you know we give up to the default you know the video games and all the other stuff that 12 year olds are involved with because everybody else is yeah Mm -hmm. right but what you're saying is parents can say no that's not the future that's not the vision that i want to have for my kids i want it to be different and we can intervene by starting early enough so when when a 12 year old is starting to think about growing up now's the time to talk about what a grown-up actually is and i mean larry you're talking about a about a six or seven or eight or ten year preparation time yes Mm -hmm. you know from 12 to 20 or 22 my goodness sakes and how much can you pack in in that time and i want parents and grandparents to tune in and say all right i want to learn more about this because um i have a 12 year old or there's you know, kids coming up in my family or, you know, what if they're 15 or 16 and they're just now finding out about what, what you have available? To some extent, uh, what we're talking about is creating an alien in our society. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the expectation for the average 12-year-old might be if I can get him to take out the garbage once a week, right. pick up his socks and put them in a hamper right. and... Uh, I maybe can't expect him to sit through a whole service at church, so yeah. we'll excuse them to go to you know junior high church or whatever. And we, we've basically said to our young people, we have very low expectations of you, mm. and they rise to that. Yeah. We take those same kids and say, we have incredibly high expectations of you. We believe that you are capable of very mature decisions, very... Uh, uh, incredible performance in in and I should take that back we don't want to teach a performance based uh, way of going about things but we do want to say that you are able to do things way beyond what people have expected of mm-hmm. a 12 year old exactly. and they say wow if you're willing to recognize that I have abilities I will stretch to mm-hmm. grow in those abilities and so we not only have kids who are very, very serious about their faith, they have more fun than any. I've been working with kids my whole life. These kids have more fun with each other and the world they live in than any kids I've ever worked with. Wow. Do you have any um, stories? And I know, Larry, of your seven kids, I'm so impressed that they're all involved in ministry and all love um, that all that what you all are doing Outside of your family, can you give us a couple of um, anonymous uh, stories or, or people or families that have experienced this alien sort of a thing and, and uh, something that our people can connect with? Uh, I think of one young lady who um, was persuaded to come and visit Fired Up. So the first night, her dad dropped her off, and she came. Uh, she enjoyed it. The next week, she told her dad Uh, Dad, they expect the fathers to come. And he said, you're kidding. You think I'm going to youth group? And she said, well, it's it's different, Dad. And so um, he came to see what it was about. Mm -hmm. And uh, after a period of time, he said, this has challenged me to the core of who I am, and I've had to really rethink my whole spiritual life. And he's been involved now for many years, um, he aspires to help with some of the teaching 
and uh, is is preparing and training for some of that. But it's it's changed his life, and then uh, he's changing the life of his family sure. through that. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of stories and a lot of fun stories. I bet. Well, isn't that God's pattern? You know, to work through the Father. And if the father isn't hasn't come along yet and hasn't you know learned about these things, it's not too late. No, and and or the grandfather. You, no, and rather than reject them, we say come and 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 let us show you what we've been doing. Right. And you apply whatever part of that is comfortable with you, and and we'll we'll walk arm in arm with you as you learn this and yeah. develop this. And so there's never a, a putting down or you know is it too late? It's never right. too late. And of particular interest uh, is for those who are inclined to participate in the Skyview Horse Ranch. We're going to hear about that and because there's so much we can talk about. But we're, right after our break, we're going to hear about the Skyview Horse Ranch and the amazing things that are going on there. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Do you have an elderly parent that is becoming isolated, not eating well, feeling depressed or fearful of losing independence? Do you know your options? Need peace of mind or know what is best for yourself or others during their golden years of life? At no cost to you or your family, Golden Placement Services can give you hope in the midst of great change. Even if it means staying at home is the right option. Call the Golden Girls at 503-723-7145 today. That's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today. Helping to plan a funeral for someone you love is a painful process. It's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do. But imagine how much grief would be spared if people planned for themselves. Though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about, the experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help with a free personal planning guide that takes you step-by-step through the process. And, of course, Dignity Memorial will even help you complete your plan with the expert assistance of trained and caring advisors. There are a lot of very good reasons to plan ahead. Make sure your final wishes are respected, sparing your loved ones the added grief of planning for you and having to pay for it. If you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing, avoiding increases due to inflation, and take advantage of budget-friendly payments. There is a free informational seminar that includes a complimentary meal at a restaurant in your area very soon. Find out more and ask any questions you may have by calling Katie at 503-807-5715. It costs nothing to learn how you can protect your loved ones by planning ahead. Give Katie at Dignity Memorial a call today at 503-807-5715. Interest rates are still down, and that means the time to buy is right now. Let 24-7 Properties help you find the right house for your current needs. Jeff and his team, they take the time to get to know you and your unique situation to find the home that's just right for you. Search for available homes online at 247prop.com. I'm Jeff Edmondson, founder of 24-7 Properties. Call me today and let's talk about the type of property you are interested in purchasing. No obligation, no cost. Let's find out what's right for you. Call me, 503-780-3030. And we're back. We want to, before we continue and conclude our conversation with Larry Swayze, uh, we want to make sure we give a uh, recognition to our uh, wonderful partners. We're so grateful that they're coming along with us and support us and uh, help us in the mission of this show. In addition to the uh, ones that we just heard about, we also want to mention Your Safe Money Solutions, and that uh, radio ad is going to be up and ready here pretty soon. But we also want to mention Media Marketing with Randy Sanford, Northwest Web Creation Company, Legal Shield and ID Shield. And Eastside Printing. Right. And then we have uh, Warner Pacific College and Multnomah University, as well as KKPZ, the Christian Chamber of Commerce Northwest, and Serving Our Neighbors. And the list keeps growing. In fact, it's grown so much that we uh, kind of don't want to take all this time to read all these. We're going to have another way to highlight them. Mm, we sure will. But on the other hand, these are some great folks that we know really well. And uh, each time we read them, 
their faces pop up in front <laughs> they of do. me. And, they really do. And we know who they are and what they do and are happy to recommend them. And most of them have been in the studio with us. They sure have. And uh, more about them on our website, secondhalfnow.com. And uh, all of the podcasts are, are right there. So we're in studio today talking with Larry Swayze, and we've been talking about two of the hats that he wears and the things that he's passionate about. One is Fired Up Youth, meeting every Wednesday evening, 7 o'clock at Grace Church, Grace Fellowship. What is it? in? It's Grace Church. Grace Church in, in Malala. Right, okay. And then the other one, we want to be sure we talk about the horse ranch. I just love, in fact, uh, you want to, our listeners want to write this down, um, skyviewhorseranch.org. Yes. Right, such a great one, and don't uh, don't leave there without going to under the drop down on the horses and go to satin, and and click on the the picture of <laughs> of Larry in the water and coaxing this horse to come into the water and go down under and then come up and swim over the other side. That's amazing. Not to mention the ones that are sleeping in your lap on the <laughs> couch Lounging. out on the back porch. Yeah, it's amazing. Some, Lounging on the great couch. Horses. <laughs> Man. Well, I have loved horses all my life. Uh, I've had horses most of my life. And uh, alongside of doing youth ministry, um, horses were kind of my outlet, my uh, my place to go to, to uh, clear my head. Um, it's been quoted by a number of people. It's been attributed to um, even Ronald Reagan, but it said there's something about the outside of a horse that's good for the inside of a man. Oh, uh, I love it. And I have to agree with that. So uh, my love is youth ministry. A second or or under uh, love is my love of horses. And I've thought, how could I put my love of youth ministry and my love for horses together? So a few years ago, I toured Crystal Peaks Youth Ranch in Sisters and uh, incredible ministry. They have been uh, instrumental in helping us, but we started Skyview Horse Ranch. It's a ministry where we reach uh, out to at-risk youth, and that's a pretty inclusive word, at-risk. Uh, but we we see kids from very healthy Christian families who just plain love horses, uh, down to some very hurting, very troubled, um, very desperate situations. And our program is a mentoring program where we plug one child with one staff and one horse for 90 minutes at a time. Mm, wow. And we see uh, incredible things coming out of that. God put something within a horse that is very healing to people. And when you've got a Christian staff person who has a desire to share the love of Christ with a young person, and there's a horse there to help, hmm. it's a great ministry. So that's the that's the key to Skyview Horse Ranch. Tell us a little bit more about how that works. And I know that we've discussed off the air about how um, uh, anybody can call or contact uh, Skyview Horse Ranch and can make an arrangements to come out for a tour or for connecting yeah. with uh, a young person with a kid. And then you've got a staff person and a horse and off you go. Um, how does that how does that work? Anyone who's who's interested and I would say anyone, uh, most of our supporters come from people who say i just want to see this place mm -hmm. and uh and touch a horse and they come to the ranch and uh and see what we're doing we do not charge for what we do and so all of our support comes through people who love what we're doing uh we have a lot of parents and a lot of grandparents who come to us and say my kids are struggling uh in different arenas, in different ways, is it possible that this would be a way to help them? And we've been able to pair uh, a lot of children with a horse and a, and a loving staff, and we see some incredible results. We've had a number of kids accept the Lord sitting on a horse. Mm -hmm. We've had uh, changes in attitudes, dealing with anger issues, dealing with abandonment issues, dealing with trust. The list goes on and on and on. Yeah. 
but it's an incredible ministry. You know, just sitting here listening, you uh, you feel the incredible mm-hmm. impact, power, yeah. and power of yeah. the of this ministry. And as I'm thinking about it, as I'm listening, I'm thinking about those horses. And you know what? I love dogs, particularly German Shepherd dogs. You know, and I think we're we're in the same arena when we talk about. Yeah. The power of these animals that are social animals, they know what it is to have a relationship with somebody who is good to them and mm-hmm. somebody who is not. And so that that need to have a trust and safety within a relationship, boy, that's where the rubber hits the road. And so these kids, these young people who have been hurt adults, other people, they may be the scariest creatures on the face of the planet, but not the helpful ones. And it's an animal that can help Mm. them rebuild a sense that the world provides safety and there are people that you can trust. And I like the idea, Larry, that um, the horse as a as a royal beast in itself yes mm. uh, but becomes a a tool or an avenue to reach into a life yes right. and to find a way that maybe other things wouldn't work but here you are uh on a horse or with a horse and it just opens up opportunities so help you achieve your calling and your purpose because you do want to make a difference with those yes. With those kids, and and if mom or dad or grandpa or grandma wants to bring a child out to you uh, of any age, am I gonna? Can I say that correctly? Any, you can say that any age, yeah. okay. And wh- how do they check it out? How do they say that they would like to bring somebody? Let out? me give you my phone number is five zero three eight two nine nine eight zero zero. You can call. You can make an appointment. We would love to give you a tour. Uh, if you bring your young person with you, we'll do an evaluation and see where we can schedule them in or how how we can schedule them in mm-hmm. and see if we can't get them on a horse. Wow. There's so much to talk about, and I, I don't want us to finish without us speaking, Larry, directly to the parents and grandparents and others in our audience, you know, that are saying, gosh, that really sounds helpful. Not only might I participate and learn something, but how can I help? So let's answer that question for for our listeners. How how could somebody help with um, with what you're doing? The fired up youth and the horse ranch. We've got other things we don't won't have time for. Yeah, but um, I mean, yeah. I heard that you need a couple of horses. Well, yeah, we get horses offered to us that are lame and broken down yeah. and blind in one eye, and <laughs> as much as we'd like to rescue them, we need some some high quality, yeah. well trained. Horses. We need a tractor. We need fencing. We have uh, just a lot of physical needs. Uh, the place to start would be to come and tour the ranch mm-hmm. and see if God would tug on your heart and say, here's an area you can help. Yeah. Um, we need volunteers of all kinds. We have some volunteers that just come and, and chop blackberries. We have some that come in and split and stack firewood. We have volunteers who build fence. We have volunteers who work with the siblings of the 13-year-old girl who's riding a horse. Mm-hmm. So, There's a lot going on there. I want to say that anybody that anybody that uh, that is listening to our show is a regular listener or maybe just this one time, that if you want to make a difference in the future, that's what Larry is about because he's training 12, starting at 12. And then the 14s and the 16s and the 18s and then the parents and the grandparents. You want to make a difference in the future, uh, backtrack now to now and for what Larry is doing. And get a hold of Larry. Let's hear that uh, phone number again, Larry. It is 829-9800-503-829-9800. Excellent. And uh, if you didn't write that down or can't, go to uh, go to hit the website, skyviewhorseranch.org. And if you can't remember that, go to our website, secondhalfnow.com. You had to go there to get this, this show. So uh, just ter- fill out a uh, contact form and uh, send that in. We'd be happy to pass that on to Larry and get you hooked up. Uh, Larry Swayze making a difference, you know, in a godly way in people's lives now and in the future. I really uh, love what you're doing and respect it a whole lot. And it's good to see you again. It's been way too long. Been a long time. Thank you. Yeah, it has. And Uh, for me, I've been waiting to meet you, and it finally happened. So this (laughs) is a great day. Thank you. Good to meet you, Denise, and 
share our love for kids. <laughs> wow. Thank you again, Larry, for coming in. We're going to keep you in our prayers. And uh, we'll, this uh, program will be uh, up on our website uh, soon, and uh, we'll, we want to get that out to the others. So, folks, that is our program for today. We want to encourage you to tune in every Monday, 5.30 to 6 p.m. for the on-air portion. And then, of course, around the clock and around the world, go to our website and uh, hear the entire podcast, both Part 1 and Part 2. If you'd like a free CD of this show, just call the radio station, 503 503- 242-1950, and we'll get one right out to you, free, no charge. And uh, that's it. Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders, tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. So I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our co-host, Dr. Denise Hogan, and we are saying goodbye for now. And until next time, we pray that God will help you live a life that honors Him and blesses others. So let's meet again on the podcast or on our website or live next Monday, 5.30 p.m. on the radio, KKPZ 1330, The Truth. Thanks for listening to Second Half Now with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan on KKPZ 1330, The Truth. Sponsored by Dignity Memorial and your safe money solutions. To hear the rest of this program, find out more about the topics discussed today, or ask questions, visit secondhalfnow.com. That's secondhalfnow.com. Tune in next Monday at 5.30 p.m. for more tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. Until then, visit secondhalfnow.com.